The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and we assume there are ladies out there. We don't know about the gentlemen, but I know there are ladies out there that are standing by just waiting. I mean, they are so eager. We get messages about, they. you know, there used to be uh, sewing clubs and, and quilting uh, clubs. Now they're biter reality clubs just because of rhyme time and we got mr rhyme time on the air right now and without any what does further ado mean anyway does that mean you're something that you're you got to use a special room for to uh, do. You got to do to do do. You got to do to do do. Okay, well we're we're about to do to do uh, with Mark the Shark all the way from New York City. Can good afternoon. Imagine? Good afternoon. With fabulous technology, we come to you live from New York. Don't say live that. Live from New York. Down. <clears throat> live from New York. It's America's Web Radio. The most amazing radio station out there. If you want the truth, tune into Web Radio, America's Web Radio. And, and by the way, I'm gonna pitch the. I'm gonna pitch it right now. If you'd like to become a patriot, call the station. Let us know if you like what you hear and you like the programs. Let's get some more on the air. That needs money, and we're not Democrats, so we don't have FTX supporting us. We need real people. Now, the beautiful thing about this is you're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Now, another week gone by, and we're going to start with my favorite part of the show this week. I thought I thought the end of the show was your favorite part. Well, no, that's most of my listeners' favorite part. Oh. <laughs> but those of you who are listening, those three of you, and it's not an NHL auction. That's right. E pluribus unum. Alfalso Sauno. We'll do this in Latin backwards. So, without any further ado, we start with rhyme time. It's rhyme time just another week, and our economy is still looking very much bleak. One would think the most important thing for our government would be to change the disaster that we're living through. But that apparently isn't on the calendar until 2032. Our government appears to be broke in more ways than one. And as Biden says, that's surely no joke. For our society is out of control and the criminals with the new legislation appears to be on a roll. No longer is there personal responsibility for your crimes. And if the Democrats had their way, criminals would absolutely serve no time. Things seem completely going in the wrong direction, and they don't even want you to have any guns for your own protection. The people in control who tell you you can't have a gun make it impossible for you to protect yourself. Can't have that right until the criminals have won. This insanity continues. It's not getting any better. If you want change, maybe we should send our government each a letter. You think the leaders would protect the electorate. Who put them there? Yet everything they do in legislation they pass 
clearly indicate they just don't care. The elite protect their bodies with people around them with guns, yet the bodies of the society are piling up. It's just our daughters and our sons. Yet they confuse the words equity and equality as being the same. Yet our elected officials officials continue to harm America, and they do it without any shame. Equality is good. It protects the minority's stake. But when you call it equity from those who have, they want to take. Not at all good to take from those who work hard and give it to those who, for lack of a better phrase, play the race card. The NHL this week showed why sports and stupidity should not mix. Ivan Provorov chose not to celebrate a forced pride night with a rainbow jersey and sticks. He did not make a fuss. He did not make a scene. He just chose not to participate. He was not being mean. It is his choice to exercise his freedom of religion. That's called America here. Don't be that stupid. Next, might they force you to be queer? Who? Be who you are. We fans of hockey don't really care what you wear. Score some goals. Have some fights. We yell and scream. When you score, we jump out of our chair. Let people be who they want. And what you do with your off time, we should not care. If you want to run around your house naked or just with your underwear. So do politics we go. Why do we elect them? And what's wrong with us that we do? But people ask me, if not the people the parties present, then who? Perhaps it's time for a new political party herein to bring this country together and let the right and left parties get real thin. Take the social cues from the Democrats and take the financial cues from the Republican Party and let's get America back on track to a nation that is hardy. It's time for a change before this country unravels. We have to get our priorities in order, stop the invasion at our southern border and set up a path straight ahead and start our travels. Come in our front door and do it the right way. You can't just come walk across the river and in America you should stay. Biden's administration granting people to invaders today will undoubtedly allow them to be citizens in the incorrect way. Change in America is all fine with me when done right. But ignoring the laws we have and violating integration policy, where are the sane leaders to put up a fight? Instead, the leaders seem to ignore this southern tragedy, and they seem not to see the real human agony. Biden has created his policies to abolish the border and then ignores the lack of reality. It simply shows his mind is out of order. Then Biden went to Mexico and got nothing returned. With that being said, it should be all of America who must be critically concerned. How many people can we take without knowing who was here? It's more than 5 million under Biden. It will be at the end of last year. Eric Adams, New York mayor, flies down to El Paso this week. Even this week, mayor, could see the situation was quite bleak. He suggested with brilliance that we put someone in charge. This particular person would have a job that would be so large. The only problem with his statement, as his lack of intelligence showed, 
Biden appointed Kamala Harris, and the border situation got worse. Adams should return to his New York abode. There's no telling what incompetence our government can demonstrate. Remember, the adults are coming back into the room. They claim to have fixed a problem. We took the bait. They know more had a fix than the last four administrations. It's time to reread the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and go back to our foundations. Once this country had a spine and a common purpose to make it great, if we don't stop proceeding down the current path, it's obvious it will be America the late. There's only so much time you have before the train runs out of track. The crazy lefty loons in our society, USA, they do attack. They want change for the criminals, but have no clue what they are doing. And as the bodies pile up, it's America they are screwing. To reverse the trend takes more than letting people go. You must enforce the law and make people responsible for their deeds, or soon in America, we will not know. Do we understand when businesses leave because of high crime? That making criminals get out of jail quickly. It's not a solution, you idiots. It just lets them be criminals full time. When I asked if they can be this stupid, D.C. passes new laws this week. Always asking from our leaders. It's justice simply we seek. If you kill someone, the victim's sentence is for life. Quite frankly, of the culprit. I'm not interested if in his life he had a lot of strife. Why should the criminal who commits a crime after crime after crime be shown leniency? There should be not a hint or a lick or any decency. Justice, in order to be effective, to end the life of crime, must be swift, harsh, and be delivered as a lesson for a lifetime. For justice delayed serves no purpose in stopping the degradation of our society. Maybe we need to bring to the criminals a little sobriety. Now on to my favorite sport, the reparations of the day. San Francisco has completely gone crazy with the state of California in tow, apparently in every way. Five million dollars to blacks in San Francisco, the board claims they deserve. Those who claim to have been descendants of slaves. This is idiocracy. The idea is simply absurd. Then better get out and check, better get out your checkbook for the Jews, for the Irish, for the Italians, and every ethnic group that came to America. And better get to the source and get the checkbook from Africa. If you give blacks some money for something no one alive today did sustain, Better get out your checkbooks and cut checks to the Jews, the Italians, and the Irish. This is just simply insane. Better yet, crazies, go to the source. Get checks from Africa, the country. No matter what they said, they could not put him back together. I'm referring to Humpty Dumpty. So bringing it full circle this week was a smash. This week went by in just a flash. There was news of classified documents found, and more, and more, all where Biden, all around. No raids, no FBI, nothing here to see. It's just normal Democratic operations of the corruption in D.C. So as once again we come to the end of rhyme time today, it's again the twisted truth we have to sift through 
the news that we have to weigh. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this week was an incredible stretch of the imagination. You know, we did have on the 16th Martin Luther King Day, 60 years after his death, status. They did a uh, statue of the embrace, they called it, in Boston. And the problem is putting up a $10 million statue and then doing something completely opposite. We've completely lost the message. And the message was really simple. Judge not a man by the color of his skin, but by the content of his character. When did we forget this? Or did we just lose it in translation? Lately, when I feed Biden's speeches into Google, I get this message. Dude, I got nothing. So when did we lose this country? When did we lose the amazing part of this country that we came through? Listen, every country has tough times. We came out of a war. We came out from the British. We went through a time when we were just stupid. And we all agree on that. But the problem is, is that the KKK was democratic. The Jim Crow laws came from Democrats. Despite what you want to listen to on some of these mainstream, lamestream media it's not the Republicans. It's not. So what we got now is we pretended to honor Martin Luther King's legacy. We completely ignore his message. How is that? How do you honor someone while ignoring their message? Because everything that we do in this government, this divided government that we have, is we divide people by their race, by their ethnicity. I mean, Joe Biden. Listen, Joe I know you don't understand this, but let me point this out. I heard him this week with respect to car insurance. Here was his problem. He has the car, his, well, the famous classified Corvette, the classified Corvette, or better known as GarageGate. He said he pays lower insurance than somebody who has the same exact car at their house, and it's because they're black. No, you dumbass. You know why he pays more? Because in his neighborhood, where you defunded the police and you let crime and criminals run rampant, they steal cars a lot more than they do in Delaware, I'll bet. Delaware, you won't see cars stolen. But in other neighborhoods, where the cities are run by Democrats, the neighborhoods are overrun. Carjacking, 65%, up 65%, up 45%, robberies. Most of the major chains are closing places in California because of the crime. Okay, this is a major problem. You know, this is what happens when you get a demonstration. This is a demonstration of a checkbox government. You know, whether or not they're competent or not, doesn't matter. As long as they check the black female, uh, a queer female, whatever it is, R-B-G-T-Q-S-T-U-V, doesn't matter. You can put as many letters and everything else. I don't care what you are. Be competent at your job. And that's what we don't have. You know, Pete Buttigieg flying around on his private plane. And I want to get into John Kerry and his private plane later, but You know, under the guise of racial equity, we release criminals back into the same communities 
the same minority communities where they terrorize the people. Where's the racial equity in that? I'm missing that. I really have a problem with what they, you know, they try to put this out. You know, we're going easier on criminals, and especially D.C., as if your crime wasn't going up. You know, oh, sure, this will make it more equitable. Don't confuse equity with equality. Equity means you have it, I want it, I'm going to take it. That's equity. Equality is you're all treated the same. Now, we all know from what's been going on in Washington, that doesn't happen. You know, FBI raids, Mar-a-Lago, private attorneys without security clearances going through classified documents that just happen to be in folders marked personal. So, by the way, every classified document has a classified marking and usually comes in a classified markings folder and is usually supposed to be in a skiff. That's where you're supposed to keep them. Now, when you take them out and you put them in a personal folder, that shows a little bit of an intent to me. But instead of them saying, hey, let the FBI come in and take a look. Let's see what's going on here. People with clearance will come in. No. Let, let Joe's private attorneys go do it. Now, I, I said to you last week, I always hire my attorneys to move my things. That's the best way to do it. You know, 1200 bucks an hour. Not a bad gig. But, you know, this virtue signaling, I keep hearing that word. It's virtually impossible to go through a day without hearing virtue signaling. Signaling. You can't even say the word anymore. It's being worn out. But criminals should be treated like criminals, not society. They're not a part of society. If you can't be in society, you're not a part of society. You know, we have no problem taking an animal that has created havoc, bitten somebody, or chewed up another dog. And we have no problem taking that dog and putting it down. But for some reason, we have a problem with people who can't function in society, taking them out of society. And I understand the principle, but the bottom line is at some point you've got to realize that a 40% recidivism in the criminal system cannot work. So then why do we keep doing it? That's a great question. I don't know. Maybe maybe some of our listeners have better answers than I do. But I think we need to get an answer. We really do, because this is not working. Because now some lady who's 70 years old who used to walk to the store or Walgreens, now she can't go. Why? Because they closed up. You can't sustain $5 million in theft each month and still stay in business. That's not a good business plan. You know, take it from me. This is not going to work. And it's not going to work until it turns the corner. And why wait until it's a super-duper major problem? We're going to do it now. But no, they're going to wait. You know, I, I think this whole document business with Joe Biden is it, its pretty pathetic, quite frankly. I mean, it's always good to see that where somebody jumps up and down about something that was going on and, you know, irresponsible. How could you possibly do this? And then, oops, we forgot about that. We forgot about those classified documents. But listen, like I said last week, same thing. Do I think Trump or Biden had a clue and they packed their own boxes? No, of course not. They didn't pack anything. 
The bottom line was it was there, and that's the problem. And more along the lines, the timeline really kind of concerns me because before the election they knew about this, but they hid it. The most transparent administration. Right after this commercial break, we're going to talk about the money, money, money. Stand by. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to Bite of Reality on America's Web Radio. So just follow up to the locked and loaded commercial. I was going to get to this later on in the program, but you know what? Let's go for it now. Well, first I want to actually finish up with Joe Biden and the document debacle. Now, this is America's Documents. Maybe that's something that we need to pay attention to. This is not personal documents of a president. These documents belong to America. They should not be floating around in a Chinese-funded center. (laughs) It's in the Biden Center this week. This was beautiful. This was beautiful. The university. They should check with their public relations department first before they put out stupidity. So what they do is... They turn around and they say, yes, we got about $55 million from China right after Biden came on board. But that has nothing to do with anything. Nothing at all. But we were only paying Biden $950,000 a year as a professor. Now, you might ask, how do you get into his classes? Because I was thinking of going to University of Penn to take one of his classes. Well, sorry, that's never going to happen. Well, because... He received the $950,000, but didn't teach a class, didn't write any books, didn't really do anything, but he received 950000 I suggest to you that it might have been part of the $55 million. But then the university comes out and says, no, the university paid for Joe Biden. Well, okay, where did the university get that money from? They had a nice boatload of $55 million paid from China when Joe showed up. But there's no relationship here, none whatsoever. You know, I think the, the once uh, said on the great show of On Point with Victor that follow the money, follow the money. This is pretty ridiculous. 
know, I went to a university, nobody donated, and they didn't pay me anything. In fact, I had to pay them to be there. But that's another story. But this is so ridiculous here, this, this, this document debacle. You know, and from the podium, Peppermint Patty, Jean-Pierre, Karine Jean-Pierre. That's, I just can't understand. You are the president's spokesperson. Spokesperson. That's right. You spoke person. She's a big cog and a little wheel. That's why it doesn't fit. So she sends you to the DOJ. The DOJ sends you to the White House Council. The White House Council sends you back to the podium. And then the White House counsel comes back and says, we have no comment. This is the most transparent administration. They're not setting the bar real high, are they? You know, there is a transparency problem here. And why? Because they got caught. And what makes it worse is he went off on Trump when they found the documents at Mar-a-Lago. Now, I still maintain, quite frankly, that when the FBI didn't allow... Trump's lawyers to be present. That was a major problem for me. That, to me, was something that was real telltale that something stinks. That Why would you not have your attorney present while they were going through documents? Why wouldn't they allow that? That's a problem. This is a private residence. right? Just like they said, oh, they said to Joe, ah, it's a private residence. Go have your attorneys look at it. Well, no, those are not private documents. Those are documents, again, they belong to the United States. So the personal secretary of the president has no clue what's going on. And don't ask Joe. This, this, you know, they might as well just ask a rock next to your garden what's going on, because they may have a better answer. So now, this week, the big deal was we ran out of money. The United States ran out of money. Well, I called Visa last week and said, you know what, I hit my credit limit. You know, I need another 15000 Can you give me another credit limit increase? And when they got done laughing, they said no. But somehow or another, this government, our government, thinks that we have an unlimited pot of money to just hand out to everyone. Rather than, you know, if I have a heating problem, if I turn my heat on and I leave my windows open, I don't call up the gas company and say, I need another heater. How about closing the windows to stop all the heat from going out? Doesn't that make more sense than getting another heater? But you would say, yes, of course, that's ridiculous not to do that. Close the windows. Why would you have the heat on while you got the windows open? There you go. That's the question you need to ask our government. Each and every one of our representatives, what are they doing to stop the heat from escaping from America, global warming my butt, all the money that they have, all of the money they take in, where's it going? Well, we don't want to look at that. And the first words out of the Democrats' mouth, the, the Democrats say right away, they want to cut Social Security and Medicaid. No. The Republicans have said no. So why do I keep hearing it? Why do I keep hearing from the Democrats this is what they're going to do? Is everybody lying? Well, we won't get into George Santos this week. Everybody lies about everything. Set the bar a little higher. So this week, unfortunately, we hit the $31.4 trillion mark. Yes, my name. 
or roughly, ready for this? Get out your wallets, folks. 95000 per citizen of the United States. That's what we're in debt for right now. You guys going to pay up? I've already sent my check in. All right. <laughs> I could send mine in. It would probably bounce around like the American dollar. You know, how is it that we got to this point? And no one said, well, no, they have said we have a spending problem, not a deficit problem. But yet they keep spending. It's the talking head syndrome. Nobody does anything. They just keep talking and talking and talking. At what point is somebody going to do something? You know, it's very simple. I live in America, okay? The economy stinks. So what do I do? I go to the supermarket. So do I still buy the same amount of food I used to? I'd spend $180 a week. I can't do that. So what do I do? I cut the stuff that I buy. I don't get a bigger credit card. I don't get out another credit card and still buy the stuff. No, I cut back because I need to. But for some reason, our government doesn't think they need to. And you know, the fact is, you know, Biden was talking also the other day. I brought back 11 million jobs. No, you didn't. That's like Ford saying, we just hired another 30,000 people. Well, you closed down the plant during a strike, and then you brought back the strikers. That doesn't count as 30,000 new jobs. That's not the way this works. It's, it's demented, as Joe said. It's demented. To use this phrase that I brought back 11 million jobs, I've created 11 million jobs. No. You let people out of their houses to go back to their jobs. That's not creating 11 million jobs. But yet the media doesn't say anything about it. They just run with it. Joe Biden created 11 million jobs. Woo! Are you kidding me? That is, to use a phrase that's been tossed around this week, irresponsible. It's irresponsible. Why? How how do you think the uh, people at Google feel right now? (laughs) I'm telling you. Well, put it this way. I was going to get into that later on. The, oh, I'm the sorry. Um, conviction by Google, the uh, gentleman up in uh, Massachusetts there is in trouble. You know, note to self, never do searches for killing people on your computer at home when you're allegedly going to kill someone. You know, it's just, you couldn't make this stuff up. I, I really... No, what I was well, talking about is the uh, 11,000 people that they're letting go. Well, they're not really letting them go. Next week, right? Next week, Joe is going to put them back to work, and he's going to claim he created eleven thousand jobs this week. You know, listen, this is going to be a tough economy, and I just saw now that uh, they are closing thirty-nine more cinemas. The um, what is it? Regal Cinema, Regal Theaters, and this is going to listen. Everybody's been predicting a serious recession coming up. And Joe Biden's been saying, no, 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 no. No, no, we're not in a recession, please. It's the truth, folks. We are in a recession, and this recession is going to get deeper because all the indicators say it is. It's really pretty simple. You know, there's not much there's not much serious debate about it, but they're trying to run cover. But as things start to close, as the prices keep going up, as things start shutting down, it's going to hit. Look what the market did. 
know, granted, the market's been up and down like a trampoline. But it's not – I'm down 30%. Okay, so somebody's going to tell me the market's doing great? No, it gave back all its wins. But it's all about the money. But here's, here's a thought for you guys. Our payments on interest alone this year, this, this year is $400 billion. That's $3,055 per household. We can't continue to do this, but we're doing it. So you look at Janet Yellen. You know, having Janet Yellen in charge of the Treasury Department is like having Joe Biden in charge of the presidency. Both of them are mentally incompetent and demented. I mean, and we wonder why we're in trouble. So they said they're going to put into effect extraordinary measures, and they move money around. That's what they've been doing for years. For 30 years, they've been moving money around. You know, and then you wonder, what's going on? Well, let me tell you what's going on. They're lying to you. <laughs> just simply, they're lying to you. Now, here, I just uh, read a report from Moody's this week that $72 per month more in groceries. I'm pretty sure that's a low estimate. I'm paying about a buck to a buck and a quarter a month. When I say buck, it's $125. The, the same things I used to buy at the grocery store. And here's the biggest problem I'm having. And I now have a phrase from uh, one of my online sources. It's called shrinkflation. So now that two-liter bottle of soda that you used to buy is 1.25 liters. And that 16 ounces box of crackers is now 14 ounces. So now what do we do about this? Well, we, we hired a government. They were supposed to do this, and obviously they're not doing it too well. So we got to really get our house in order. And we got to – people of America need to get active in politics. We need to start putting pressure on our elected officials to cut out the garbage. No longer can we continue to give $300 million to China for human rights. Are you kidding me? China can crush us with their Xi Jinping thumb. Why are we giving them $300 million? And I, I was going to get to I'll, I'll catch it in a little bit. But I wanted to jump now. Listen, we are in trouble. America is in decline. And I really never thought in my lifetime I'd say that. Now, I'm on the back nine. So I'm, I'm out of this place real soon. But I think for my kids, somebody better start riding the ship. Because the Titanic is going down. You know, we cannot continue America to go down this path of debt, debt, debt. They've been talking about it for years, about coming off the American dollar. Because they don't like it anymore. And there's a big push in, in these Chinese and Indian nations to get off the American dollar as the world security. If they do that, guess what, folks? We can no longer print our way out of a deficit. We can no longer print our money and just keep the world float. Now, what happened to London after World War II when they came off the pound their economy crashed by 60%. Imagine America taking a 60% decline with our current criminal justice system. This would be the underworld. There would be no turning back. It would be over. 
But let me jump now to the elitist class of aliens over in Daro, <laughs> Davos, the World Economic Forum, or as I call it, the Thousand Private Jets, Big Carbon Footprint Idiot and Liar Convention. Now, when you have to bring people in to talk to me about saving the planet, and they all pull up in their thousand private jets, you got to be kidding me. Where? How can I take you seriously? The hypocritical, and I hate that word, but that's one of the words that fits here. The most hypocritical individual on the planet, John Kerry, flies all over the place on his private jet, and it tells me that my car that I'm driving, my little SUV, that, by the way, one of his trips produces 350,000 SUV carbon footprints every time he takes a little flight, that I'm the problem. You know, I, I have a I have a real difficulty understanding. You know, if I went to a, a physician for a weight problem, and the physician's 600 pounds, and I'm over 15 pounds, and he tells me, I have to stop eating. I'm sorry, I can't take him seriously. You know, these elitist snobs want to tell you and the rest of the world not to be technologically advanced and to use electric cars. Well, how many of them flew in on their electric jets? How about how many of them drove on their electric cars? Want me to give you the answer? Well, you think you know it. Zero. Zero. So while they fly around in their jet fuel planes, creating a larger footprint and more exhaust fumes than small countries, I'm supposed to give up my SUV for a tin can with an electric engine. It's not happening. Not happening. And you know what? That's what they call freedom. And here's the other problem. When you mandate things like this, that just tells me that it's not working. If electric cars were that amazing and they were reasonably priced, everybody would buy one. You wouldn't have to stuff it down everybody's face. But they're not getting that. They don't see that. They say, oh, give you a credit, a tax credit. Well, what does that tax credit magically come from? You know, you've got a, a deficit of $31 trillion and you want to give tax credits to, by the way, most of the parts for the electric vehicles are manufactured in China. So why are we boosting China's economy? Why don't we produce batteries here? You know why? Because we weren't smart enough to buy the cobalt mines and the heavy metal mines that are used in electric manufacturing of batteries. We didn't think about it. All these brilliant people who claim to be the smartest guys on the planet. You know, it reminds me of that joke. Three people on an airplane, and this guy says, there are only there are three people, and there are two parachutes. And the first guy, who's the smartest guy on the planet, says, I should get one of the... Pa- the, the <laughs> this makes me laugh every time. I should get one of the parachutes because I'm the smartest guy on the planet. I can solve everything. I can do everything in the world. And then the, the preacher and the rabbi are standing and they said, well, I need to save the religion and I need to save my flock. And the, the rabbi says, yes, the same thing. I need to save my flock and I need to save the people. This way they can have guidance so they know in the world that everything is good. 
And then the guy, the smartest guy on the plane, as the plane's going down, he grabs a pack and he jumps out. And the, the preacher and the rabbi look at each other and they say, uh-oh, now there's one left. And the preacher turns around to the rabbi and says, don't worry about it. The smartest man on the world just jumped out of the plane with my backpack. I'm sorry, I got off target here. But this is the same thing. Everybody who's in the White House and in charge of this country think they're the smartest people on the planet. And these Davos people, these elitist snobs, they're gonna remold they're gonna remold the world. You know, the globalists. Well, globalists are fine. But they're not fine. Why? Because they don't believe in what they're saying. Their rules are for us, not for them. And that's just not working for me. Not working at all. So now let's go back. We're going to go back to our border, back to the United States. You know, Davos is a real, um, it's a real quandary of, of intelligence for me. Also, by the way, they had Brian Stelter, the ex-employee of CNN, um, or was it MSNBC? It was one of those. <laughs> one of those mainstream media lefties and he was up there giving speeches on truth in media this is a guy for four years who kept yelling Russia Russia collusion Trump is a pawn of the Russians and yet he is going to talk to you about truth in media it's like giving an arsonist the ability to train people on putting out fires you know, that might seem like a good idea in theory, but it's probably not. You know, how to prevent fires, give it to the arsonist. It, it just doesn't make much sense what we do. But let's jump off. We're going to hang on to the border right after these messages. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
And uh, we don't have Mark the Shark attention. We froze. Uh, oh, my goodness. He woke Everything up. Everything froze. He woke up. He's awake. Amazing. I'm not awake. I'm, I'm just, this is a dream. He's, <laughs> a dream. He, he's awoke. <laughs> That's it. I've gone woke. So once again, Biden interferes with my radio show. Ta -ta -ta. You know, Mark, I, as I've been listening to your show, uh, because there's a gun at my head and I have to do it, but yes. no, beyond that. Democratic freedom. That's it. That's it. Uh, you know, we have a variety of shows here. Uh, everything from Victor Armanderas that fills in for Eric Erickson on uh, WSB and is heard, you know, around the world, as we are heard around the world, as a matter of fact. But the one of the things that I find so amazingly strange about today, yesterday, and the days before is that, you know, we've had no real quote-unquote, well, we haven't had another 9-11 or something like that, that. Not yet. Not yet. But, well, we're importing the folks to take care of that. Right. Uh, they have to get enough here before they have enough to do what they need to do. Yeah. Because it's coming. But my point being is that every show that we do here comes back to exactly the same thing, be it medical, be it the car industry, and it's the tough times that we're living in. The, well, not just the tough times, but the times that we're living in. And if I've heard it once, I've heard it a million times. Uh, I can't believe what's happening. I can't. I never in my lifetime would have thought that this would be happening. And there's a, a thousand and one different ways to say it, and I think I've gotten all of them. And it's, you know, my the doctors that do shows here are scared and concerned about losing their ability to practice medicine and do it on a capitalistic basis. Uh, our car folks, our, you name it, any of our shows, Certainly, Victor's show points it out, uh, on point with Victor, points it out every week. And, uh, you know, I guess, I guess the one topic that I hear the most of is that Washington, D.C., and this administration has absolutely, in fact, they, they have, I don't know how you do this, but they have negative credibility. Well, and it's because everything they do is backwards. Ah, okay. Think about it. Everything they've done is backwards. From transportation to the economy. Afghanistan. Everything that they've done. Oh, Afghanistan. That, that was a surrender. That was a surrender. And, and no one, again, the one thing I love about this administration is no matter what goes wrong, nobody ever gets canned. No one ever gets there's no responsibility. That's the same thing they want to do, and that's the same thing they are doing in the criminal justice system. You know, people who are on drugs, not their fault, right? So let's set up some drug shooting galleries, and let's give them now a new section. Now, I heard something. I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard about they are planning a night of rage in Atlanta tonight. 
because somebody shot at a cop and he shot back and he won? That's what he's trained to do. Not you that. shoot at me, you lose. Do I, you know anything about that? No, I don't. I, In fact, I... Uh, Brett may know something about it, but uh, I haven't even heard it on the news. Yeah, I heard something about the, the GBI was clearing out an area where they're putting up a training center, and one of the little lunatics shot at a state trooper, trooper returned fire, and killed the guy. That's, you know, good for life. Him. Yep. If you shoot at a cop, you don't deserve to be here. Sorry. My, my thoughts exactly. Not even a question. So now they're planning a night of rage. Well, I got to tell you, I hope they come in with a police presence unlike any that has ever been seen. Because if they go the way of Detroit or California or Seattle or Washington, they're going to burn the place down. And this, this, this is a, a turning point in this country here. If you don't stop this now... Criminals will take over your world. The cartels are all over this nation. That's because our border is wide open. They, they have a supply chain. We should put the cartels in charge of our supply chain because apparently they're able to get everything into this country when they need it, and there's an abundant supply. So why don't we put them in charge of our regular supply chain? Because then we'd have things, right? You go to the supermarket... I see more. I see them dusting shelves rather than stocking shelves. Oh yeah, and that's still going on. You know, even though Biden said last June. Oh, by the way, happy two-year anniversary today. It's the second anniversary of Joe Biden being in office. Congratulations, folks. <laughs> We've done it to ourselves. But look at look at what's going on at the border still, and no one now they're starting to cover it. Why? Well, for instance. Goshen, California this week. Six people executed, including a 16-year-old mother and a 10-month-old baby, shot in the head, allegedly. Now, the local sheriff says he believes it was cartel hit. And there was a bunch of FBI agents I saw who wrote some articles that said cartel hit, it's the trademark, shooting them in the head. Doesn't matter if they're five years old, 10 years old, or six months old. Doesn't matter. So now, you let the hit squads come in here, and now you wonder why six people are dead. Not much of a, not much of a surprise. You know, if you're gonna keep the border like this, we should start ordering lots of body bags now, because we're gonna need this. So, I was, I also touched on in rhyme time. Mayor Adams went to the border this week. This was hysterical. This is, for those of you who don't know, Mayor Adams is from New York City. He's got a crumbling city, but he has more time to go down to the border because it's an emergency, because they got 6,000 migrants in New York City busting out. So forget about all the crime, the rapes, the robberies, the carjackings, the assaults. No, he's going to the southern border. He's going to El Paso. So the stupidity of this bizarre behavior is he goes down there and he gets into El Paso and he looks around and he says, this is, this is great. What we need here is we need a border czar. Now, I don't know who his advanced team is, but obviously they're not that advanced. What they do, they didn't tell him. 
There already is a border czar. The ineffective checkbox, Kamala Harris. She has never been to the border again to fix a problem. She drives by. She says, hello. Biden went. They cleaned up the place for a couple of hours. Then it went to crap again. But this is the embarrassing part of America. We have these leaders in charge of what they think, what they know is little. This is ridiculous. New York City mayor goes down and says, we should appoint a border czar. Brilliant idea. Too bad there is one already. Well, he probably thought getting out of New York would be safer than uh, staying. Well, being in Mexico is probably safer than being in New York. That's that's what I mean. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But I want to jump down to Quincy, Massachusetts. A gentleman, I use that term loosely, very loosely, Brian Walsh, was charged with murder on Wednesday in Quincy, Massachusetts, of his wife, Anna Walsh. They have three kids. And he is, right now, he's an alleged murderer. Now, he is alleged to have murdered her, cut up her body, and disposed of it. Now, here's the twist in this one. Pay attention. Note to self, when committing a murder, do not do Google searches on how to dispose of bodies. What's the best way to clean up blood on a wooden floor? What's the best way to cut up a body? And how long does it take before a body begins to smell? This is just something that you can't make up. You know, every week I always say that. I use that phrase. You can't make this up. How dumb do you have to be to do a Google search on this? And, and basically, you've, you've got all the elements of committing a murder on your home computer. You know, it just, I, I'm going to coin the phrase guilt by Google. This is the way to do this. You know, I can't even explain to you why this guy who, who just, you know, why would you do that? Go to your friend's computer. Go to an internet cafe. Go to the public library. Not that I'm telling you to do this, but th- this is just amazing. I-, I can't wait to see this trial. Can't wait to see this trial go. You know, the, this is going to be something. The scary part is this guy may vote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's find out who we voted for. Yeah. That may explain a lot. The IQ test. But it- it- it's just, I cannot believe that, you know, this went on. And then I also understand that talking about, you know, locked and loaded and guns is we have, uh, Alec Baldwin who apparently is going to be charged with involuntary manslaughter for shooting Elena Hutchins. That's going to be an interesting, uh, no charges are filed yet. So I'm not going to detail it too much because we don't know what's going to be done. For those of you who don't know, he was shooting out in New Mexico a movie called Rust. And apparently at some point, he pulled out a weapon. And why there was the live ammo on the set itself is bizarre. But apparently the armor and him are going to be charged, and one other person already pled guilty. So that's going to be a very interesting setup. But I want to jump towards the end of the show here, a few minutes on, i got a few minutes left, Ukraine. This is another ending, never-ending war. You know, a year later, just no end in sight. And somehow or another, I'm getting flashbacks of Vietnam, where you're not free to fight. We can't go win the war. We just got to kind of keep it going 
while America and the rest of the world pays for it. I got to tell you, if you're in a war, give them the ability to win the war. Now first, and here's, here's my problem. We're now training them, which may take six months or so, on the Patriot missile battle. Where were the geniuses who were in charge of our military who should have said, you know what? They're firing missiles. They're blowing up apartment buildings. They're killing civilians left, right, and center. Why don't we send over the Patriot missile battery system? Why didn't anyone think of this? Why do we always seem in this administration to be behind the eight ball? Why? They, they have a thought process that doesn't work in real time. We need to change this. If you're going to be in this war, you're going to back Ukraine, and I, and I think we should, give them the ability to go get Russia. Okay, and people say, oh, we're going to start a world war. By the way, mark this down, we're already in World War Three, And you can call it anything else you want. We went through this with Germany, with Hitler. Remember that? Oh, it's not all war, it's in Europe. Until he started taking over the rest of the world. And then all of a sudden we jumped in. So we better either make up our minds with you in or out because this half measures is just spending billions and billions of dollars. And quite frankly, it's not fair to the Ukrainians. It's really not because you're giving them hope, but not a lot of hope. You're giving them weapons, but not a lot of weapons. We're giving them some weapons, but no tanks. But nobody wants to say, hey, we're either all in or all out. That's the way it's got to be. You don't fight wars halfway. You just don't do that. Because what you do is you just continue the war, and by attrition, people are dying. Thousands and thousands of people dying. And look what they've done to Ukraine. It's destroyed. And think about who's going to want to rebuild it. Who's going to pay for rebuilding it? Ukraine can't rebuild it. They can't afford it. So guess what? Add that up. You know, if you want to get involved in a war, get in the war. Don't sit there and just keep throwing things into the war to keep it going. Doesn't make any sense to me. If you're going to win, go win. Don't do it halfway. This this half measure stuff is not working. You know, but this is our White House. This is our, our military geniuses that brought you Afghanistan. So that's the end of Rhyme Time. That's the end of Bite of Reality this week with Mark the Shark. And I got to tell you, let's do it right. Let's do it forward and have a fantastic week. And thanks for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.